Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Rafael Castaneda. Rafael Castaneda is the Senior Vice President, Strategic Partnerships and Workforce Development at MedCerts. With more than 20 years in the post-secondary arena, Rafael has focused on workforce strategies that build programmatic pathways for unemployed and underemployed students from underserved populations. Before joining MedCerts, Rafael was the Chief Academic Officer and Dean of Education at CBD College, a private two-year allied health college in Los Angeles. He also served as a Strategy and Innovation Leader for Jobs of the Future, or JFF, crafting connections between post-secondary actors and thought leaders. He is a member of the advisory board of the University of California, Irvine's Customer Experience Program. Rafael has worked with over 2,000 schools and 1,000 workforce organizations and employers on solutions. Well, good afternoon, Rafael. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. Thank you. And you're very welcome. I appreciate you making the time to jump on this podcast that I love to do just about every day. Sometimes it's not quite, but I love traversing the globe and Today, I get to talk to an amazing guest out of California. So thanks again, Raphael. Most appreciated. Let's just jump right in, Raphael. I think it's important we get your story out to our global audience. You have quite the career in post-secondary academia, in operations, strategic partnerships. You were a former dean, and now you're the senior vice president of strategic partnerships and workforce development at MedCerts. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? You know, it, it feels like it's gone by very quickly. <laughs> um, and like all, you know, I guess somewhat interesting stories, I kind of got into this on the education side almost by accident. And I think one of the things that, you know, I would encourage people to think about when it comes to career growth, and I know that this sounds, you know, probably like something that people every day was like, really seek something that you like, you know, seek something that you enjoy. Nothing is going to be perfect, right? Number one. And so I think that for me, what I've always sought for is, you know, as I've worked my way through the educational space, as I've worked in just about every environment in the post-secondary space. So I started off as an admissions advisor working with non-traditional adult students in an online setting in the early 2000s, when no one really thought that this was going to be, you know, a, a good way to transfer knowledge for people to master competencies and, you know, be able to, to build their careers off, off of a learning model like that. And I think when I, you know, when I take a look back at those those experiences, whether it was in, you know, a large university like the University of Cincinnati or, a, you know, a very specific like KF or FS accredited, you know, nationally accredited school um, working in the healthcare space, ed tech, you know, private, public, two year, four year, whatever the whatever that experience was. I always wanted to go towards something that I was really interested in. And ultimately, that just becomes, you know, how do you develop pathways for learners that can go from K to career in a very seamless, transparent way. And I think that that's inspiring. You know, I, I think when when I was coming up, you had these weird disjointed kind of sections of life where you're in K-12 and okay, well now what do I do after I've graduated? And then after you're in the workforce, okay, do I go to school, do I not? You know, how does that all work? And what inspires me is when somebody is successful at that and they're able to navigate that successfully through and, you know, hopefully being a part of something like that is, is really kind of what keeps me going and gets me really excited on a go forward basis is like, can we make this easier and more transparent from a pathway perspective for learners that are coming through, you know, their K through 12 experience and then on into post-secondary. That's awesome. And I love that you're really getting this as they're just starting to develop that idea of, gosh, you know what, after school, what is life? It's career. What do you do? And most people fall into something happenstance and and then they're just like, is this all there is to life, right? So I appreciate yeah. you sharing those perspectives, but also helping get the word out on how we can change that and make this really a happier world. 
Raphael, switching gears here, we're gonna we've got a few more questions, but maybe you can tell us what MedCert does and how the company has evolved in the last few years. Yeah, absolutely. So MedCert is a is a special organization. It started off as you know what I would call a mom and pop shop in Livonia, Michigan, back in two thousand and nine. And you know what's interesting about the organization is that it focuses on a very niche specific market, and that's the healthcare space. So MedCerts has 48 different programs in the allied health and health IT space that is exclusively dedicated to helping students train for and ultimately pass certification exams. Meaning that if you're moving into the medical assisting field, you know, you have to go pass an exam. Same thing for pharmacy tech or, you know, phlebotomy or EKG or surgical tech, et cetera. And what MedSearch does is it's got some award-winning programs that allow students to really immerse themselves in a high level of technology. So what you're not going to find in a MedSearch program is a lot of PDFs. You're not going to find a lot of text on white background you know, LMS experiences, what you're going to find is you're going to find immersive experiences in simulations, immersive experiences in video-based lecture coming from subject matter experts, gamification, you know, very strong competency mastery. And why that's special is because if you think about the healthcare space now, you know, I hear this all the time from large healthcare employers. They say there's this, there's this crisis, you know, this frontline shortage. We don't have people to be able to fill these roles. And so MedCert is very, very proud to be able to have grown, you know, from that mom and pop shop and 2009 to in 2020, joining the Stride Learning family of businesses, you know, really trying to help students that are coming through the K-12 pathway, coming through the, you know, maybe they're coming out of the military, they're the spouse of somebody from the military, you know, there's somebody that's coming through an American job center, they might have found us on Google, or, you know, one of our fastest growing is is our employer-sponsored model. So employers, you know, upskilling their current employees or seeking new ones and being willing to support and sponsor that tuition. MedSearch is really proud to be able to participate in helping train the next generation of certified talent that it's going to be working in the healthcare environment. And it's really, really critical that we get enough people into those roles so that, you know, you, me, our parents, our children are all taken care of by healthcare professionals that are certified in their discipline. So we're really, really happy to be able to do that. And I think, you know, the biggest things that we've seen over the past couple of years is not only the opportunity to do this on a national scale, we've also been able to partner with academic institutions, colleges and universities and actually send our graduates to those colleges degree programs through a prior learning assessment articulated credit pathway, which I think is really great for learners because if you come in, you get certified, you go work in a frontline role, helping people, helping fill the, these frontline you know, roles, staffing those so that there's no longer a healthcare crisis. But then when you're ready in a couple of years, you know, take that and transfer that into a degree at the associates or bachelor's level. And, and we're just proud that MedSearch is going to be able to you know, participate in, the, in both of those solutions not only helping when people go into the certified role and fill those frontline roles and work with our citizens, but also at the same time when they're ready, grow their own careers and maybe continue on to that next stage in their academic journey. Thank you. That's very helpful. I appreciate you sharing some insights and how you're actually scaling this model and and partnering with others to really continue your mission. I think it's awesome. Raphael, we're going to switch gears. We're a technology platform. I talk to a lot of technologists and not all technologists, but but we like to understand maybe what technologies that you get into a little bit. So you're leveraging technology in your course delivery. Maybe you could tell us about it and how it makes the training in your frontline medical jobs possible. Yeah, I, I think when you when you think about how programs are designed today, you know, you have pedagogy that's for, you know, child learners, and then you have andragogy that's for adult learners. And really thinking about, you know, if, if I'm trying to help somebody understand a competency, and I'll, and I'll use a specific example, Brian, a phlebotomy technician, 
right? I think you and I would both agree that if we were to go have blood drawn, we would want that to be done by a person who has experience with that strength and another human being, right? And yep, actually yep. doing that. So, you know, MedCert's technology and, and the way that we do didactic learning is not designed to replace that experience. It's actually designed to enhance it. So, you know, what we find with our learners at this point is they actually benefit greatly from the simulations because the technology today actually allows for an augmented, you know, reality, if you will, where in a, if in a simulated environment, I'm testing on a virtual patient and that patient exhibits some sort of pain. And then the technology is allow, you know, allows me to understand why that maybe my degree of entry was too high. Or maybe I did something, you know, in terms of the tourniquet being too tight or not tight enough. And so there's a lots of feedback inside of those simulations that the learner can simply like understand the environment. And then as part of certification, they actually have to go do their pokes and sticks. It's what's called in the industry on a live human being in a healthcare setting. So I think technology is a great opportunity to help enhance the learning environment, not necessarily replace it in any way. You know, I'm a bit of a nerd. I would love to see us someday having like a hollow deck like you would find on Star Trek and you wouldn't really know the difference. <laughs> but until that time, you know, we really want to have the technology and the simulation, the gamifications really help the learner understand and supplement the learning because they're going to move towards a time where they're doing a residential experience and they're actually testing this and doing these activities on a live human being. So if we can help them understand that, become more confident, become more comfortable with that environment, knowing that if they do get something wrong, gosh, make your mistakes in school, right? This is the perfect time to make mistakes. Learn from them. Do better the next time as you get assessed. And then as you go work with real life human beings, I think that confidence level will be you know, enhanced. And, and I think that that's a large part of what technology can do for learners. Again, not replace that person-to-person environment, but really just supplement, complement, and enhance it for when it comes down to doing it in the real world. Thank you. And you're absolutely right, Raphael. I think any times that technology can bring efficiency or augment, whether it's learning, training, or doing a task, it's absolutely imperative. And we need to get as close as we can. So when it comes time, when they say the rubber meets the road, they're more successful. So thank you. Raphael, last question here. Can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either academia or strategy? Yeah, I think the uh, <laughs> the number one thing that I've learned, um, and I was saying this to to some some high schoolers a couple months back, is you know nobody has all the answers. There is no one person or company or group that knows everything. And so for me, it's just like trust trust instincts. You know, trust your education, trust those around you. You know, things are going to feel right. They're going to make sense. And nine times out of ten, if those boxes are checked, you're likely on the right path. I think for me, the number one, you know, like true north that you always have to think of is, and, and anytime you design a strategy or, you know, you think about, you know, how, how is this going to impact? The number one thing we should always be asking is what is the learner experience through all of this, right? Is this learner experience going to be enhanced or is it going to be not enhanced? And, and if it's, if it's not enhanced, then you need to think about why you're doing that. And so for me, keeping that as a true north has always been a really great way to continue to evolve not only how we build programs and launch them, but ultimately what are those outcomes? Because that's really at the end of the day, the most important thing. Thank you, Raphael. I appreciate that. That's awesome. And again, sharing some invaluable nuggets here with our audience is so, so appreciative. We are so grateful. Raphael, it was a pleasure having you on today and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. All right, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time. Bye for now. Bye for now.